and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay, and it's nice to see we've got a couple of callers already waiting to come and speak to myself. And, of course, Tuesday, go green, go blue. That means that we've got to have, of course, Howard Eichstein in with us today. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? How are you, my friend? It's Tuesday, so we uh favorite day of the week. And I did want to read something that I'm dedicating to you and Catherine Savage. Be the kind of woman that when your feet hit the floor each morning, the devil says, oh, crap, she's up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you would. I knew you would. So uh, it was a very interesting week. Had lunch with my mom yesterday. And uh, I got to tell you, Sue, you know, I've, told, I've talked about my dad. And, um, you, know, she, we, you know, we were talking yesterday, and she said, I just want you to know that your dad is looking down very proud of you. And, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, 20, 30, 15, when your mom tells you she's proud of you and your dad would be proud, it just makes everything worthwhile. So that is a good thing. And I just wanted to to read something else. And then uh, rescue is a lifestyle. It's not a hobby. It's not a passing fad. You live it, breathe it, love it 24-7. Your purposeful living is to change the lives of a shelter pet one at a time. If you don't get it, you don't get me in every sense of the word. Adopt, don't shop. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I, th- I think that's well, pretty interesting. Well, do you know what? I've got somebody on the phone line, uh, one person. That, well, we've actually got two already waiting. Oh, my but goodness. The first person I want to bring is is somebody that we haven't had on the show for a while, and I've just got, oh, my goodness, on the phone <laughs> to her. Hi, Judy. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. How are you? Judy, how I are you? Hi, me. Howard. I love the way Howard started, and yes, oh crap, she's up again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have been in a tr- transition, and where I'm staying, it's difficult for me to get phone calls. But I'm outside now in the rain, so I can make this call to you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I want you to know that I do listen when I can, and you've had some wonderful, wonderful guests. Really, it's a—it's amazing everything that you do. I love you both so, so much. Well, we love and you, I, Judy. I just wanted to share that yesterday it would have been two years since I met my flower, and uh, I had put an event online for people to either go to their local shelter or or just bring a can of cat food, dog food, donate to SOS, which is Save Our Souls in Glaxton, Georgia, or the prison program where I volunteer every week, and our dogs will be graduating next week, and uh, we've had a 100% adoption rate, and all the dogs that we've all the dogs we pull are less than two hours from being euthanized. Wow. And it is oh, a lifestyle. That's amazing. It, it is a Fantastic. lifestyle. I have not told my inmates about my move because I'm a chicken and I can't do it because I, I know I'm going to cry. But after graduation, I'll send them a letter, and I've already contacted a prison in Florida, where I'm moving to, so that I can start that program there and maybe save some lives and change some lives. Judy, you're just amazing. You're just amazing. You know, you know, Sue and I talk about this all the time. It's just it comes from the heart. And and also, Judy has a book. Also, she wrote about flower. 
And um, Ashley Duty was one of the first people I met on Facebook. And, you know, we grew up in the same neighborhood. So we don't talk a lot, but our hearts are always there for each other. And really, that's what it's all about. It's just focusing. and Absolutely. And, and, I, and I will tell you, Sue, one thing I will say about Judy, unequivocally, and you and I have talked about this with Judy, it's all about the animals. Maybe a glass of wine at night, but it's all about the animals. <laughs> I, as I stand here with the phone in one hand and a glass of wine in the other. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it, Judy. <laughs> you know what? what, Howard? What is my saying to everybody on the show? Yes. Well, share, right. share, share. That's right. Oh. That's right. That's right. Well, for the next month, which is as long as I had flower before she passed away, anybody that does order watching flower bloom, all of the money, of the entire proceeds will go to the shelter that she came from. So, yeah. Oh, like for that. sure. And, of it, course... It, and, of course, Sue, you know I have to mention it. Judy and I met because of Patrick, and Judy did some amazing, seriously, it's in the book, some Go Green events. She had a big one at her house, and people came over. And, really, that's what it's all about, you know, just getting people together. And, um, you know, Judy's met so many people through Flower, through Flower's page and, you know, the events. And it's just, um, it's, it's, you know, it's just an amazing thing. Flower's, Flower's story has really touched the heart of many, many people, Judy. And, um, and, and sincerely, you should be so proud of of all you've done for the animals. Well, it's, it's it pales in comparison to what you two have done, but it's even if someone, if one person brings as much as a bag of dog food to a local shelter, I'll feel as though it was a, a success. That's so great, that, Judy. You know, that's all I want. That, you know, that's really all I want. But once I move, Sue, I'm going to be calling you regularly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the one that you're going to say, oh, crap, she's up. <laughs> Just so be, you know. Oh, here she is. Oh, oh, that's great, Judy. That's great. Bless that's your heart, my friend. Well, I love you Thanks. guys. I love what you do, and I love who you are. And well, I, we, I know Sue thank especially. Thank you so much. Sue really appreciates the support these days. So I love you, my friend. All right, and you, I'm now going to go and just listen to the show. Okay, bye bye, honey. Have a uh, wonderful evening. Wine about, can you pass uh, the I, wine about halfway through the show? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I share. Uh, <laughs> love you guys. Yeah, all I'm going to say is, Judy, you know, Have Judy, good... that I'm very spiritual in more ways than one. <laughs> Aww, I know. We're all kindred spirits. May all our paths cross paths. At one time or another. That's it, so, Judy. Definitely. <laughs> Cheers, to love that. you. Take care, Judy. <laughs> okay, love you too. Speak to you soon. All right, bye now. No, that's bye-bye. great. That's great. What a way to start the show. Judy's a wonderful person. The stuff she does in the prison, Sue, it's just amazing. Just amazing. Absolutely. Just amazing. Oh, just, I, as soon as I heard her voice, it was like, oh, I've spoken to her for ages, so it's lovely to speak to her again. And, it was. Uh, it was. You know, have it a was. good old catch up, so. That's great. It's absolutely brilliant. Now, we've got um, our next caller is Glenn. He rung in yesterday. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing? My um, name's Howard. I'm doing good. This is Howard, Howard my co-host, Glenn. Um, Glenn, at first thing, I must just say to everybody that yesterday I was exhausted, and I said to Glenn, I'll call you tomorrow, and all day Glenn has been waiting for me to call, and I haven't even <laughs> caught up with him yet. So so he's called in the show thinking, she's in the show, and I'm going to grab her now. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day been, Glenn? 
Hey, it's been a bit frustrating, but it's okay. Oh dear, what's been going on in your world? And uh, give us give us an update on what what you've been doing. I've been writing emails all day. I've been uh, trying to get it out there about Ford, and you know, it's it's just really frustrating because you know what I'm trying to do is like going to make history. It's the first time yeah. it's ever been done, and it just seems like no one's really concerned about it. But you know, well, here's your chance to have a media voice worldwide, and I'm putting the links in the chat room for you. Tell everybody about beautiful, and I've got to say, beautiful Ford. And I must just say, Howard, I looked at his picture. I'll send it to you, Howard, on Facebook so you can have okay. a look because I know you're not in the chat room. Yeah. Um, but I did say, oh, isn't he beautiful? And I said, no, not you, sorry, Glenn, but Ford. <laughs> 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 oh, he's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Everybody, please go and like this page. And once you hear the story about Ford, I know that all of you will want to share Ford's story and, of course, for Glenn as well. So, Glenn, tell them the story, please. Well, he was, my dog Ford was uh, shot by my neighbor. He's an off-duty officer, and it was without a doubt an act of animal cruelty. The, the dog was not in any way trying to harm him. He, he actually admitted to that. What he was doing was he was in his truck leaving, and he saw my dog running around in the yard with his dad's dogs and came out with his gun and just started shooting. He hit Ford once, and bullets flying towards me in the woods oh and everything, and, and, um, you know, it's he's he's gotten a lawyer to try to keep from paying me, you know, for the vet bills. But what I'm trying to do is uh, was save his leg. Of, of you know, the first thing I was trying to do was save the leg. They told us it would have to be amputated, and we got a really good vet in um, Tallahassee named uh, uh, Kevin Dreyfus. And uh, he got with his mentor, and he who came and worked on Ford for free, and the both of them put an external fixator on his leg, and you know we're able to save the leg. And now what we're trying to do is work with uh, Dennis Marcellin at um, um, NC NC State. It's cutting edge stuff that they're doing. It's never been done before to get Ford a uh, replacement elbow. They make it from scratch they do a cat scan and then they take these lasers or a 3d printer and make the joint and then they build another joint you know to replace what was damaged and it's really cutting edge stuff and i mean just you know just really amazing what they can do and that's what i'm trying to do now is uh get him a new joint glenn does he have any other history of shooting any other dogs or is this the first time you know that is a good question because the first time we went to court, yeah. you know, he said that people put dogs out at the dumpsters near our house all the time, which uh-huh. I agree. We've actually rescued a cat from those dumpsters, uh-huh. so it makes me think that yes, he's done this before. You know? And he was off, and he was off duty. He was off duty. So does that mean like uh, the police department's not involved? He's 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 on his own with this. I guess he was, if, if he was off duty. He's on his own on this, but yeah. his police department actually reached out to me. They they came to me and wanted they me to make. They They wanted me to make a report about it, and they were very very upset with him. And he's basically the lowest man on the police force right now. They, he's still working, but um, they're very unhappy with me. I, I was told if he even coughs in the wrong direction, then he's fired. So he hasn't been suspended or anything. 
He's been put on probation and was supposed to attend a dog awareness classes, which I don't know if he's done not or yet. You know, he, he's not an animal person at all. He's just he's he's just a really horrible person. Is the only way I can describe it. Well, it's not even it's not even being an animal person. I mean, it's just being <laughs> just being a human being. And you know, I don't want to say any. You know, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, yeah. Whether you're an animal, I, I or have not, to bite know, my just, tongue often too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether you're an animal lover or <laughs> I not, it's just, it, you just don't go ahead and you know going you know shooting you know shooting. Um, I don't mean to sound naive. What kind of dog is it? He's a Weimaraner pit mix. Weimaraner pit mix. So mm-hmm. looks yeah, because that's what I thought. So he looks more like a Weimaraner. Yeah. Did, did you see a picture of him? Yeah, I did. Sue just sent it to me. He's just adorable. He's How old is he? Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. He's just turned two in March. Ah. Just, oh, just to let you know, this dog has been socialized. I, I, he grew up in Key West with me, and he's been socialized where he's been around loud noises, music, drunk people, everything that you could ever imagine. If you've ever been to Key West, it's a pretty crazy place. And, I mean, it, it's just wonderful with people, animals, and everything. He is the farthest thing from a vicious dog you could ever, you know, he, he was had evaluations and temperament tests, and they were just extraordinarily surprised by him. They they got him to bark at him. They said he did exactly what he's supposed to do. He barked, did not lunge forward, did not retreat. You know, did exactly what he's supposed to do. And my last trip to Dr. Marcellus, um, he had to make measurements of the leg. You know how to, you know. And he, and he told me, he said, well, we're going to have to, you know, sedate him so he can take measurements. I said, you don't have to do that. You, you know, you know, I grabbed the leg, and he was, their jaws just dropped. They said he is the most tolerant dog they've ever met. So was he in a car? Was he driving around? Was he walking around or just? He was on, my property runs in front of his property. And he only has like a little narrow access to his property from the road. So he has to go around my property to get to his. Oh, so and he's I was, your neighbor. So he's your neighbor. He's my neighbor. I have to have live guys, next to him. Have you guys talked before or nothing? Or? And no, we, we, I, I live on acreage. It's not like a house where there's someone next door. There's probably oh, yeah. a half a mile of distance. You know how that, yeah, I'm in L.A., so everything's piled on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I, I mean, it. it's not like they're, you know, you walk out your door and you see them or their house or anything. There's, you know, woods in between us. But I was on my property with a dog, and just in a couple minutes he disappeared. You know, I didn't think nothing about it. thought he was running around the woods, and that's when mm-hmm. I heard the gunshots. And mm. what I found out from him in the first thing at court is he was just running around the dog yard with his dad's dogs hmm. and he, he got out of his truck he got his gun went over to where the dog was and just started blaring away hmm. be very interesting to what, see what, if it, go i'm sorry sir no it's okay come on no, be very interesting to see this very interesting to see if 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 this is the first situation like this i'll just leave I, it at that i'll just leave well it at that. It, you know i wish i had Got him, you know. I got him to admit in court that he was safe. The dog wasn't trying to bite him, all that. But I wish I'd got him to admit because the first offense in Georgia is a misdemeanor. The second mm. offense is a felony. Mm. And mm. if he had done it before, you know, then he'd be looking at jail time and, you know, big fines mm. and all that. But right now, actually, I'm, 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 I'm afraid for the community that he's going to actually harm somebody. But right now I'm kind of glad that he's working because if, if that we have to garnish his wages, you know, then 
he'll you know he doesn't want to not be a cop he'll keep his job and you know i'll get part of his paycheck but mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's not going to take care of the thirty thousand dollars i need for this operation yeah and the issue is also what what triggered him to do this he's just a bad guy i mean i i can't describe what a you know, when Ford's got his AKC Good Citizen Reward and he's had therapy dog training, I mean, that's how calm and nice he is. And I was explaining this in the court, and his reaction was, the dog's got teeth, don't it? You know, just, just he's just a... God, I can't. Grace. He just no. uh, yeah, yeah, and do you know what my answer to that would have been? Yeah, and you police have got guns. <laughs> my my wife screamed out, you got teeth too, <laughs> when we're in court. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you should have followed up by you won't have in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to reframe myself, you know, I was trying to act, you know, properly but in you court, know what, but Glenn, my wife was very distraught though. I can imagine you know, I'm thinking though, Glenn, you know, I look at and everybody knows that I always sit on the outside and I look in and the reality is this, right? You know, you're you you're quite a calm guy, do you know I mean you take everything you're shining, you've got and, and I have got to respect you because you have done things the right way, you've gone about things and you know, and you've gone through a hell of a heartache, you know, with Ford. But the thing is the reality of it it is, if you'd have been a person maybe that isn't quite stable or something, the reality could have been that Ford is your baby and you could have lashed out and serious things could have happened even further because you're defending what is yours. And this yeah, is what there is going to be points when people are going to retaliate. Not everybody's going to say, I just want to get my dog and I want to take him to the vet. You know, there is going to be people there, but you just shot my dog and you're going to have to pay for that. You know what I mean? And they don't well, want to wait till the court date. I, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a mean person or something, but, you know, I, I've worked as a bouncer. I can handle myself really well, and I, if I was in a physical confrontation with this guy, I think I would hurt him probably pretty bad. But yeah. what I was so thankful for that he didn't kill for it, because if I would have came on this property and saw my dog dead, then I would have attacked him. There's no doubt. I would have jumped on him. But, yeah, but at see, the moment, is- all I could think about was my dog and Get him well. Yeah. You know, don't let him die. Yeah, that's your baby. That's your baby. Yeah. Um, what What is Ford like now? You know, as his temperament, I'm not, you know, we've always, me and Howard have said so many times that dogs um, are so forgiving, but has it changed him? Has he picked up anything since it? Is he scared of anything now? Actually, no. Actually, no. He has been just great. He's still just the most loving dog. He, he, his injury was catastrophic. I mean, it nearly blew his leg off. Oh my! He shot him with like a forty-five. Is what the vet thinks it was, and uh, he's been through hell and back, and, and just keeps going. It's just a happy dog, even with his fixator on. You know, these rods and and things. He just was a happy dog. I mean, you can look at his bandage change. You know the the YouTube video of have of you know me cleaning the fixator. He's just a, the sweetest dog in the world. Well, like Sue and I always say, um, Glenn, if, if 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 human beings were as compassionate and as forgiving as animals, it would be a better world for sure. Yeah, you, you know, I, I honestly believe that Ford would go right up to the guy wagging his tail. He probably would. He probably yes. would. Do you think the yes. officer, Glenn? Do you think the officer was 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 drinking anything or? Did he seem sober? Or could, no, could he I, I just think he's a hateful person. 
I just, just really think he's a hateful person. I don't know if his mother didn't breastfeed him. I don't know if he didn't get any love as a child. I don't know what is wrong with him, and that's what scares me. Yeah, because there's especially. so much, you know, connection between psychopaths and animal cruelty, you know, and he's got a gun, and he's walking around in the community. And I can't confirm it, but I think he has shot one person already. And That's I tried to get in touch with the GBI, and they, uh, they, they told me they couldn't give me the officer's name because it's still being investigated. But uh, I found a case, and someone told me that it was him that did the shooting. Oh, my goodness. This guy was having a seizure, by the way. He was what? Having a seizure, the one he shot. Really? I am so serious I, I'm, that I believe our community is in danger with him out there. I know he's just going to, you know, he's just not a good guy. Has it hit the newspapers there well, and stuff? And it's been in the newspaper. It's been on the TVs. It's 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 been kind of a big deal, but it's, you know, kind of stuff that, you know, I, I've heard a lot of people say they saw it, but no one really does anything like the rescues. Hmm. Hmm. Oh my goodness! What, what? And, you know, and I can understand where, if you know, someone honestly was threatened, and and Ford, you know, could be aggressive if, if he was, to where he may scare somebody. But that's not the case at all in this. This is like the farthest from that. You know, the, he was in no danger whatsoever. He was in his truck leaving when he saw Ford. He said that in court. You know, it's it's hmm. ludicrous. Oh. Sue, I'll tell you, we've heard some crazy stories, but this one really is something really very, very, very odd here. Yeah, do you know what, Glenn? It comes back to the same thing. You know, we're talk you know, Kristen has done so much work with the dogs being shot by police, and I know you have behind the scenes too. But the reality is, you know, they're saying that. You know, they need training, they need this. I, I'm not being funny, they do need training, but do you know what they need more than anything else? Just a couple of bottles of common sense. <laughs> well, you, The reality you know, it, is, do you know what, let's just be realistic, Glenn, and I want you to just, you know, say again to everybody listening to the show about the fact that you actually could hear the bullets around you from him shooting, is that right? Oh, yes, definitely, it definitely. It, it, well, it was a kind of a strange day in you know, the woods that day. It was real quiet. You know, I mean, you could hear acorns and stuff dropping. It was just so quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. screaming, screaming at the top of the lungs for my dog, you know, when I heard the shots going off because they were so close. And I just I just had the feeling he was, this guy was shooting at him. And then the second shot is when he screamed out, you know, just and, – and in court, this is so sickening. The guy said after he shot him, he was just running in circles, and that's when he was just blaring away, boom, 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 just, you know, and those are the bullets I heard hitting the trees and stuff around me. Hmm. Good grief. You know, pretty... I, the reality is, Glenn, I mean, let, let's just have a realistic look at this for a minute. You are so lucky that you've got Ford, for one. Hello? It's not just that. Ford's lucky to still have you because reality check is that we could have lost a dog and a human on that day. Yeah. And that is frightening. I I remember when I was running through the woods to get him, just thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to get shot. I remember thinking that in my head. But I didn't care, you know. Yeah. Hmm. I just, 
it's just so totally wrong. You know, I mean, I, I think things like imagine if kids were around you at the time. Imagine if, you know, anything could have happened on that day. And, and, and he's still that's a on good point street. you just made, Sue, because my niece, my four-year-old niece, was in those woods the day before. Oh, my God. <gasps> good you know, grief. But it if he would have hit her, you know, my sister, my whole family would have just, it would have been horrible. It doesn't I, I, even bear to think about, does it? It doesn't yeah. even bear to think about. I just don't understand why. But this why is the reality of it. You know, the thing is, we've already, and okay, we're going off subject a bit here, but we've already had it where the ACOs are getting the dogs and the dogs are on a pole and they've shot the dogs while the ACOs holding it on the, the actual I've, pole. I've, I've seen those. One of the craziest. That's I, ridiculous. Get back to what you said before about the officers, you know, and this doesn't really apply to just a situation, but everyone. It seems like we would want people that have had psychological uh, evaluations, that they've had, you know, school, not just right out of high school and want to carry a gun, didn't get hired. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, that they, we were trusting these people with our lives and to protect us, that they're better than just, you know, some guy off the street. Glenn, do you yeah. know, are, are they, well, I don't know if you know if it's, but, but do you know, are they sending him for any evaluations or anger management or anything to that effect? No, no, no. As far as I know, he's just been on probation and ordered to do the dog awareness classes, which I don't know if he's done or not yet. That's unbelievable. Dog awareness class. I- yeah. Which I'm you, I kind of glad just, because I know he, he doesn't really care for animals, and it'd be nice for him to be around. So. Yeah, I know, but if he's yeah. if, a, if a person is bent on hatred, I mean, I just. And that you, you know, you hit it on the head. That is just the way I feel about him. He's just. Yep. Bent know. on hatred. That's yeah. hatred. That's hatred. Yeah. And I, I believe I, I, he's a racist. Reason. I believe he's 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 many things. Glenn, just tell everybody, you know, the, about the fact that how much this is actually costing to actually get Ford sorted as well. Because I'm not being funny. Money is the root of all evil. We all know that. But the reality is of how much this is actually going to take to get Ford back. I'm not going to say back to where he was, but at least to be able to have his legs sorted and everything. How much are we actually talking? Well, so far I've spent around $6,000. And that was just saving the leg. And, and that's not counting you know, gas and my time and and all the other things that I've had to do. But I've got about $6,000 in it so far, saving the leg. Now, the the surgery to replace the elbow, uh, he told me if I had to pay what it actually really cost, it would be around $200,000 because, you know, it's cutting-edge wow. stuff. But it, he gave me a price of thirty grand. Glenn, have you thought about doing a chip-in, or have there been any fundraisers in your area mm-hmm. for him? Well, the the people in Key West that all know him, they they did a fundraiser and they raised six hundred dollars and I have uh, the GoFundMe and I raised about it, it says um, one thousand four hundred ninety dollars, but the GoFundMe people get a cut of that, so mm-hmm. I get about thirteen hundred dollars from that and mm-hmm. you know, but and it, and it's helped because you know, and my vet, let me tell you, my vet in Tallahassee has just been great. You know, he's, you know, we had to put up uh, twenty. I mean, $1,200 to get it initially going. But he is, you know, right now I still owe him money. I owe him about six, $700. But he has been working and doing a great job with Ford. And they they saved his leg. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. Um, can I just say that uh, we have got um, Feral in the chat room, and she's saying that she'll be able to help you maybe with medical costs. Um, so I will get um, her number, your number to her. Is that okay, Glenn? Sure, sure. Glenn, are you um, on Facebook? You know, You're on Facebook, right, Glenn? Yes, yes. Okay. I have my Facebook page, and then Ford has his. That Kristen set up for me. Okay, I'll go on yes. there and try to I'll, do something. I'll send. Um, I'll put your um, profile in the chat room, Glenn, and I'll give it to Howard as well. Okay. Okay. Um. It, and as far as you know, I want to get back to the subject because I, I care about other animals too. You know, as, with the rescues. You know, we were talking yesterday about people that cross post and they try to get dogs adopted and whatnot, but. You know, for people that want to do more, we I think we should have some kind of, you know, like me and Kristen deal with people that have had their dog shot. And when mine got shot, I had no idea what to do. And I got in touch with Kristen, yeah. and, and, you know, we kind of figured out, well, the first thing you got to do is get an autopsy. Then you need to get a lawyer. And then get in touch with Jim and do this and that. And we got, like, you know, kind of a a thing for people to do because you're really in shock and you have no idea what to do. So, like, with the rescues, these people that want to help, maybe if we could um, get some kind of list or, you know, idea, okay, if you want to help, you do this, you do this, you do this, you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The thing is, do you know what I mean, I'm looking at the moment, we've got actually got two, we've got a dog at the moment that we're trying to pull from somewhere. I, don't, I haven't got all the details right in front of me, but do you know what I mean, and it's such a struggle to get that dog out of there. Is that you know, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, and, Pete, and then we've got the, oh, you've got to be a certain rescue or you've got to be in a certain place or you've got to have this certain thing. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Is this not just political as well? Yeah, I, mean? I believe so. I, I believe so. I believe, I believe they, they're trying to control the animal population by killing them. You know, you, you, I, I see all the time where, you know, the ASPCA or something, uh, you know, um, takes a dog or someone, it may be in bad condition, it, you know, may be hurting, whatever. And their uh, solution is, oh, yeah, the dog's bad shape, so we'll kill it. Hmm. You know, they don't, yeah. you know, they don't like, oh, well, we'll work with it, you know, we'll give it to somebody at once. And, no, it was a dog, fighting dog, we'll kill it. You know, it, oh, it's got an injury, we'll kill it. Hmm. That seems like to be the solution. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Uh, do you know what? And the other thing is, going I've got to say to you about is that when we've had the people that have had their dogs shot by police, I've also been told about the fact that sometimes the dog's been injured. You know, say he's been like before, been you know shot mm. in the leg, he's limping or whatever, and they've just gone and killed the dog. They said, oh, he, he was suffering. I mean, they haven't even let let the families go and take the dog and, and see if they can save it. Yes, oh, okay, yeah. you, feared, you feared for your life, okay? Let's just sit on the garden fence for a minute. You feared for your life and you shot the dog. You disabled him enough so he could not come at you because he's limping or whatever. Why did you then need to kill him? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not. And the one thing that they... Always say is I was threatened. Like like the policewoman who shot the five pound chihuahua three times, followed it into the yard and shot it because she was threatened. You know, uh, like I said, I, I I've worked as a bouncer and stuff like that. I've had people try to hurt me and stuff. I, you know, I'm able to deal with it. I would think that if we give someone a gun out there to protect us, they shouldn't feel threatened over like a five pound dog or something. You know? No, definitely not. And it yeah. is, that's the that's the word that they always use, you know. Oh, the dog barked. I felt threatened, so I shot it. Yeah. 
you know, oh, the dog, you know, whatever, it threatened me. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Good grief. I, I tell you what, it, I, I've got to say, I'm sat in the UK thinking how grateful I am that our police have not got guns. Yes. And, and which, which, which leads me to my very good ace card, Glenn. What exactly can the American police say about the fact that the UK police don't have guns and they haven't even got an option to shoot a dog if it comes charging at them? I, I don't know, Sue. It, it's it's out of hand over here, you know. It's just that's the first thing they do is pull out the gun. I mean, it could be a normal traffic stop, you know, I was threatened. That person could have hurt me, so I pulled my gun out. And I, yeah. I'd, I'd like to have some more brave cops is what I'd like. Mm. <sighs> See, the thing is, I mean, I've watched, um, I look at it and I think to myself, you know, there's two sides. Firstly, I've looked at the ones where the videos of people being shot by the police because they they wouldn't, um, and the beatings. I mean, I'm not being funny. I, I can honestly say, if I was being burgled, I would deal with it myself in America. I certainly would not. I certainly would not be calling the police and asking for their help and assistance. I, I, I after saw what good... I've seen, after what I've seen, was that uh, they beat people up. You know, they've got to arrest them. Okay, that's fine. Do you have to then invite 20, 30, 40 cars to a scene of one house, and then have like 10 on top of one bloke and smack the hell out of him? And you're put in a uniform, and you are standing for your country? Oh, my life. No. Not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, I've worked with police a lot. Like, you know, I said in Key West, we, we only have so many officers that patrol the area. It's a small town, and there's a lot of people, and they drink, and they do a lot of things. So the bouncers kind of, you know, fill in, you know, for them. And it, it's, it's just not necessary, you, you know. And I, I saw a good thing on uh, Facebook. It was one of the little things the other day. It says if a if a criminal's pointing a gun at you or a cop's pointing a gun at you, what's the difference? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Your life yeah. is still threatened either way. Exactly. It doesn't exactly. But exactly. You know, like like Glenn Sue and I say every show, there's a co- you know there's a couple of, of course there's some good cops out there like Doc there's Rick. There's lots of them. Lots, yeah, of, lots them. of them. You know Doc Rick, who's uh, Herbie, and the three officers who say Philly and Los Angeles. It's but you know Glenn, it's always it's always in life. It's always the rotten apples, no matter what it is, that always you know make it bad. But it is definitely um, definitely getting worse. And what what what, can, what bothers me, and I think I can see think speak for Sue and everyone else. There should be more outrage. I just don't understand it. How would uh, I don't know, either. It, you know, quote, say, it's like we're all sheep just falling correct. into slaughter. But to quote my friend Sue, wait till it happens to you, and then. Yep. It, and I'm not saying you, Glenn. Believe me, I don't misunderstand me. But no, when anything in life happens to you. It's like, oh, this is terrible. But then when it, then when something hits home, I don't care what it is. All of a sudden, it's different. So people, no matter what it is, dogs, humans, whatever, people need to unite. And be together. It's it's you know it's pretty sad when it has to happen to you, and then you get on board. Yeah, it, I, I was. I, I have to admit, I was kind of the same way. I was happy go lucky. Yeah. It, it yeah. was so ironic. Is right before this. I mean, minutes before this happened, I was thinking. You know, I was working on this building I've been working on. And I had a, just finished a job, had a couple extra dollars in my pocket, and I was mm-hmm. just thinking how good life is. You know, how mm-hmm. what is how good are things going? And then. Not two minutes later, the guns start firing. 
Yeah. Well, I have to say, you know, I've only been an animal animal advocate a couple of years, and boy, let me tell you, Glenn, it's it's made my life, it's changed my life completely. Um, I think I'm a better person for it. Not that I wasn't a good person, but it's opened my eyes. I think I'm more compassionate, more caring, and uh, you know, that's what it's all about. That's that, mm-hmm. that's just what it's all about. I, I agree. It, yeah. It's t- totally changed my life too. I, I've gone back to school. Um, I'd like to eventually become a lawyer. I'm working as trying to become a paralegal now. Wow. Um, you know, I've been working with the, the, I like the story I told yesterday how I got Randy Williams and my vet together, and now they're making orthotic braces that they weren't making before. And I, wow. I just truly try to make positive things come from this. And, and yeah. it's kind of maybe a bad motive, but I just want to make what he did that was so wrong some good come from it, you know, to, like, kind of get yeah. back at him. Like, he wanted to destroy something, and I'm trying to build something. Yeah. Hey, Sue, we have Sally. You know what, Glenn, I can go with oh, that sorry. totally because I lost my daughter. It's a bit of a difference, but I lost my daughter in, nine, in like, 17 years ago nearly. And at the end of the day, I just, you know, you can either sit there and go on about what happened, or you can say, what can I do to change it? And I just decided to raise money for the special care baby unit, and I raised over £2,000 for her in memory awesome. of her for a machine that was a part that they needed for a machine. Now, we can, you know, everybody's different. Everybody grieves differently. Everybody deals with right. pain differently. And you obviously decided, hold on a minute, I need to fight this. I need to stop this from happening to somebody else. And you've got, my, you know, you've got all of our absolute respect. Do you know I mean? You, you're doing a lot behind the scenes. And Kristen's told, spoke very highly of you. Gary, can you stay on the phone? Does someone... Sue, Sally's on the phone. I think she wanted to say something to Glenn. She's a great advocate, Glenn. She she fosters dogs. She just fostered a dog who was thrown out of a truck. Oh, so, yeah. um, okay. What okay, phone sure. is Sally? 618. 618. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, Sally. How are you doing? Hi, Sue. Hey, Howard. Hi, Glenn. Nice to talk Hi. to you. I'm so, so sorry about your dog. I'm glad that he's on the mend and that he survived and that you were not hurt as well. Um, my, yes. my internet... Well, I'm not hurt physically. My phone. <laughs> no, emotionally, I know you're hurt. I, I know you are. Um, I, I know I have seven rescue dogs myself, and if any one of them, I would have just... Those are my, those are my kids. They're my fur kids. They're family. And I, I can totally understand that you're emotionally hurt by this. Sally, it was Dot who was thrown out of the truck, or Bobby? It was Dot. Dot. Mm-hmm. Dot, you want to tell Glenn the story real quick? She's a, well, she's now about five months old, little dog. She's a boxer. I do, I think she's a boxer pit mix, maybe. Um, she was thrown from a moving truck. Um, her leg is broken. Um, we're trying to save the leg. We've got pins, and she's got metal rods sticking out of her hip. Um She's doing marvelously well. They had to make a big incision in her leg. Um, she's got to stay in a crate most of the time because she's got to stay immobile because this has got to heal. And they're trying to fuse the, a couple of bones back together in her leg. I'm, I'm going through the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, she's she's doing. What's her prognosis? Um, it's her foot, which is starting to work. Um, they thought she had permanent nerve damage. Um, but her, she's putting her paws down flat now. She was curling her toes back. Her paws. Yeah. But she started putting them flat on the ground now. So, so that'd be a front leg, right? 
It's a rear, right rear. Okay. It's a right hind leg. Um, she's she's actually taking it quite well. She gets out, um, but she's a puppy. She wants to play, and and I it breaks my heart. I have to have to take her out for a walk. She has to go back in her crate. And just you know, for somebody to be that stupid and that, I'd like to throw them out of the truck myself. If I could find out who they were, but um, you know. She's a wonderful little dog. She's going to make somebody a great, great dog. We just got to get her over this. She's got a month that she has to be down with this in her leg. Right. I, I know um, exactly what you're going through. Yeah. So yeah, Glenn, we I'm, joke. Sue and I joke around. Sally's one of the greatest foster failures in history. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot like Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen's an angel, isn't she? I just, I just love her to bits. Is she back yet, Glenn? Yes, she's back. She, she was actually oh, trying to call me now, earlier. Right? I can go and stalk her again now. Glenn, do you have a PayPal account set up? I just did. Actually, yesterday I had uh, someone that wanted to contribute, and I didn't have one, so they emailed it to me, and I set up the account. Okay, because I just got a PM from Judy who was on the show. She said she would like to donate to your cause there for, uh, so so she's going to make a donation. I know. Well, that'd be awesome. My, yeah, I can give you my uh, email if you'd like. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, great. just send it to I'll me because we're friends already. Room. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. But uh, you know, I don't want to take away from you know the topic about the rescues. Uh, I you know, like I said, I was happy-go-lucky. I worked in the bars, and my dog used to ride up on the bike on the handlebars, and we'd ride around town, and all the tourists would break their necks, you know, trying to get out the cameras and all this stuff, and just was having a good life. But now after this has happened, you know, I just I have property, I have land. And I'd like to maybe do a rescue on my property at some time, but I don't want to do it half-ass. You know, I want to wait till I'm more stable and Ford's better, and then I can set up a nice facility. But you know, it's just—it really has just been crazy. Yeah, that's also Sally's dream. Sally, don't you want to do that also? Oh yeah, um, I want. That's that is my dream. My dream is to have a, uh, a rescue. Um, we have several pit bulls at the shelter. I have two pit bulls myself that I have rescued. Um, and then boxers are becoming a breed that somehow we're getting more and more of in the shelter and in the pound down here where I live, um, which I've rescued two boxers now. Um, so that's something I really want to do. And our pits in the shelter, the shelter life is not somewhere for a pit bull. They have got to be, um, that's their athletic dogs, very smart dogs. And, yes. you know, they they need to have their mental stimulation. They need to have their exercise. And when they're in a kennel and they only get out for an hour or so or two hours a day, that or, you know, sometimes it's not even that. That's just not, no. Sally, that, that is kind of exactly the idea I have because, like I said, I, I have uh, seven acres of land, and it's really beautiful, and half of it's wooded. And I didn't want to set up a a rescue or a kennel where they're just kept in little four-by-four four cages. I wanted to yeah. set up, uh, you know, where they could have like a half acre to run around on, just do whatever yeah, they and, want, you know. Yeah, that's where our place is. We've got 20 acres right now, and we have fence all around my house. To get out of my house, you have to go through my gate for my dog. My my house revolves around my dog. 
And I mean, I said I had seven rescue dogs. And my latest one that we officially adopted was my boxer Bobby, um, who was starved and neglected and abused. Um, he was so starved that you could count his spinal, you know, column bones. And he, which he's doing wonderful now. And, and he's heartworm positive and, you know, he's got to go through all that. But, you know, that's why we adopted him. And he's got food aggression and he's got other issues. And, and we're like, nobody else is going to be able to handle this. Nobody else understands. I I commend you for working with that dog because, uh, like I said, a lot of people and a lot of so-called nice agencies would have just put them down. And I I guarantee you if the dog could talk, he would rather live. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He's he's doing wonderful now. Um, We had a fundraiser, and he went as a spokes dog for the shelter, and um, he's great with people, but he does have food aggression, and he does have some other dog aggression, and I have you know, to, we're, we're, he's a work in progress, mm-hmm. and that's why we're keeping him because I have him on vitamins. I have him on, you know, other supplements for his coat, for his his bones, his joints, because he's a boxer or a big dog, mm-hmm. um, just to make him a healthy dog again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, my vet, vet's just very happy with him, but the heartworm treatment is our next step um, for Bobby. So, but actually, he, he's, he's wonderful. And he follows Sally everywhere. <laughs> yes, he follows me everywhere. He's my baby. He's, well, he's my big boy. <laughs> that, that's because you show him love. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Definitely. I love him. I love him. You, you look in these dogs' eyes when you get them like this, and you can see their, <laughs> you see their soul in their eyes. And, you know, people say, oh, dogs don't have a soul. Look in their eyes. You can't tell me that the dogs don't have, there's something in them. Their heart is there. You can see it. And yep. you show them what reflects back to you in their eyes. Yeah, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. When Ford was mm-hmm. shot, I mean, he came to me for help. He came to me and just was looking. I could tell he was looking at me like, what the hell happened? What's going on here? And yeah. it, it was just, it, it was crazy. Yeah. 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 And that's what my other boxer I have, I rescued him. He was in the pound and his last day, our shelter was full. The manager of the shelter called me and she says, this beautiful boxer, Puff is in the, the town. He's he's gonna go down if we don't. To so bring him, bring him. I'll take him. So I got him from the town, and he wasn't the only reason nobody took him was because he still had his tail. Hmm. You know, hmm. humans have to take cut the tail. You know, it's not something that they're they're born stubby. They're they're Bob. Yeah. Even a rescue, a boxer rescue said, well, if he has his tail, then that then he can't be a purebred dog. Bull. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I, I hate hate that. That's uh, the standards for most dogs. And this is, you know, from the shows and stuff. The first thing they'll do is cut off their dew claws, which they do use. They'll cut off exactly. the tail. They'll cut their ears. You know, yes. and all of that stuff is for us, to, to appease us. It does nothing for the dog. Exactly. Yeah. When you remove the tail, it, it, it takes away their balance. They use that tail for balance. When you take away the dew claw, they use that for running. 
You know, you you cut their ears off that they use for flaps to keep water out of their ears. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's it's horrible. Yeah. You know, yeah but, right. And I I know there's a lot of people out there that want to agree with me, but uh, uh, Ford's unaltered. And, and my reason for that is I wanted him to go out of this world the way he came into it, but I'm a responsible enough owner to keep him from breeding. You know, if if, if you're going to have an animal and you have to get it fixed because you can't take care of it, then you need to be a better owner. Exactly. You know, I, I know that I'm going to get a lot of disagreement for that out there, but, you know, that, it's just the way I feel. So, uh, you know, it always well, comes down to the owners. It's, you know, it's always the owners who always... Sue so always talks about that. It's the owner's responsibility. I got uh, yeah, I got slammed. There was, there was a two-year-old child in a city not far from me that was killed by a pit bull. I went on the page of this TV station, and I said, look, my heart goes out because of the loss of the child. No child deserves to die. Where were the parents? At this time when this child was being attacked by this dog, what led up to the attack by this dog? How was this dog being trained and treated in the home? Exactly. You know, it, I am so sick and tired of innocent children and animals being blamed for adult stupidity. Yep. yep. You know, I mean, yeah, it's it's unbelievable, Sally. It, and that's what it is. If you're going to be an owner of a dog, and you have a child, be responsible. You know, yep. be yep. responsible. Yep. If you don't want the responsibility, then don't. You know, you shouldn't do it. But you know something? Why? Why can't? Why can't humans give the unconditional love that animals give? You know, Glenn, I have a little 16-year-old uh, Doxy Rat Terrier. I, I, I adopted her when she was three, and I always tell the story. Three years ago, I had neck surgery. Came home, I was crying. I didn't want to see anyone. My mother, my wife, I was like, leave. My little Rosie came up to me. I had to, you know, they went in through the front. She gave me a little, little kisses. It was all better. You know, it was all better. <laughs> I, I know exactly. I mean, it, I, I have my own health issues. I have ulcerative colitis, and I'm, I'm actually supposed to be on this medication that costs about $400 a month, which I'm actually not on right now because all the bills and whatnot. But Ford is like my comfort. He is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there's times where I might have to spend days in the bed, and he's there with me. Yep. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Every night, every night I have a bed full. <laughs> I, I do. I have I have one little gal, my my one little girl, and she's my little pit bull Evie. Yeah. And I mean, right yeah, now, I, I think they know when you're feeling bad. I think yeah, they, they do. sense it. Yeah. Now, Sue, does Glenn know how many cats yeah. you have? Have you revealed it to him yet? <laughs> No, tell me. Don't even go there. No, remember, <laughs> I, I may be offended if I... Sorry, I shouldn't be so cruel, but I may be offended if I say how many pets I have. But no, I'm only joking. That's just a crack to somebody else. But um, on, a, on a different note... Um, oh, and I've got to get somebody so, into the room so, in a minute. Um, do people yeah, refer to you as the cat lady? Yeah, she's the cat lady. She's <laughs> the cat lady. Well, it's actually not just cats, though. It's actually 15 cats, three dogs, a corn snake, a fish, a tarantula and four kids as well. Can you say and that? Chickens and four rabbits. <laughs> there's no, there's no more room in the manger. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now I've just got to fetch in. You know something I've been thinking about Sorry, doing. I've just got to fetch Kathy in just for a quick second because sure. I know she's only got a minute. Hi, okay. Kathy. How are you doing? 
Hey, everybody. I apologize for coming in a little late into the conversation. I wanted to catch you at the beginning of the show and wish you all a wonderful show, which I can see is already well in progress. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Howard. Hi, Kathy, Kathy. you in your green pajamas? Uh, pink. Thank you. Oh, Sue's got the green pajamas. You have the pink. Oh, okay, it's, I got it. I'm a pink okay. kind of girl. Everything has to match my toenails, okay? Everything okay. has to match. Okay, okay young lady. <laughs> actually, 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 darling, I'm in a pink sundress, and I'm getting ready for some people to walk in my door here in just a moment. I've got to run. But um, for all of those um, who are... And I see several names in the um, chat room. For all those who have helped me so much and helped Patricia so much with this uh, adoption, we are hopefully going to be able to save a baby here in the next 24 hours. And, Beryl, you've been a tremendous help. I want to thank you on the radio. You have been a godsend for me. Thank you so much. Um, y'all rock Y'all rock this show. I'm really glad that Glenn's there today talking about Ford. Bless you, Glenn. I know you're hurting, buddy, but you know what? You've got a family now, so That's right. everybody loves mm-hmm. you. Thank you. And, Howard, I want to thank you, my friend, for always starting my day with sunshine in my inbox. You oh, I love you, my call. friend. I love you, Kathy. <laughs> and, and what, and what can Sally, I say? We've got yeah. Sally here as well. Hi, Kathy. Hi, sweet Sally. girl. How are you, Farrell? I'm, yeah, I'm doing good, Kathy. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a hectic day. Rolling since 5 a.m. My phone began ringing at 6 o'clock. I hadn't even had coffee yet. And I'll tell you what, up until today, Sue was the only person that was able to get away with that, me not having coffee and having a phone conversation. But, uh, you know, i sorry, I broke my record today. I actually was civil at 6 a.m. So, anyway, um, it's been a glorious day. A lot of folks in the past couple of days, past 24 hours, I've seen camaraderie and love and compassion come together from all parts of the universe. And, I'm just so grateful Definitely. that people are willing to come together and help one another. And one woman is trying to save a life, and she is surrounded by people trying to help. And for mm-hmm. that, I have no words because my gratitude is just overwhelming. I'm very humbled by all this, and, Farrell, you're a very big part of that. So that's why I said thank you a moment ago. I wanted to give you a shout-out there. But I'm going to let you all yeah. go and continue your show. Y'all are doing a wonderful, yeah. wonderful show. I'm going to put around here and... Uh, get ready to leave here in a few minutes. Um, but I am going to be listening to the show. I just wanted to let you know I love you all. And love you, I uh, really enjoy the show. Thank you, Howard. And, of course, my sister, daughter, mother, best friend, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a lot of hats, baby I, girl. I, you wear just, a lot of hats. <laughs> just before you go anyway, just wait one minute. Can I just say to everybody, right, that there is one hell of a team with the Ask Sue show, and we don't call it a team, really. We call it a family. And can I just, again, just repeat the fact that this show does move mountains, right? If anybody wants to come along and and run it down, that's fine. But we, all of us, and I can say even Glenn and Sally and Howard and Kathy and everybody in the chat room, Mm -hmm. I want all of you to pat each other on the back right now because I tell you what, we had literally a lady came onto the show yesterday and she told us about the dog that she wanted, and she was crying on the show because mm-hmm. she wanted to save this dog. Uh, so what happened with that? I'm going, I'm going to say politically that it, 
maybe it might not be quite possible, but she's actually seen another dog that she's very interested in, and we, Kathy has been absolutely going mental. So has Michelle Lynn. There's been loads of different people working on the background, trying to make a difference and trying to connect people. This is the thing. It is not about egos. It's not about anything. It is about connecting people. So right. I want to thank all of you, everybody that's been helping us to connect, um, thank you very much to everybody that sent me friend requests or people that have suggested people to add to me and everything. I want to thank everybody for all of your support, okay, because you have been absolutely fantastic. And let me just say, our next biggie that we are trying our hardest to fight at the moment is the NYACC. I don't know about anybody else, but I am totally, totally sick to death <laughs> of these poor dogs being killed that are perfectly well and are not even given the chance to live. And Sue? Oh, well. Go ahead, Kathy. Can, can I say something? I wrote the woman who is behind the Urgent 2 page, and I asked her what kind of magic I had to perform to adopt a dog out of ACC. I want to know what's going on. I want dogs out of there. I want lives saved. And just a little update, Sue. I haven't even talked to you since I found this out, and you and I just got off the phone five minutes before the show. Uh, just got a PM that Guinness is now on the kill list for tomorrow. And Who is? if we yes, I just gotta I can I can forward you to Sorry, Guinness, did you say? Yes. Oh. So Sorry, uh, when I speak if, if I'm, anybody I'm, that's psychic will know what I just thought. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm completely with you. And oh. now all of a sudden you want NYACC doing its yes. business as per usual. And if anybody can please, anybody that's got any clout around the NYACC or anybody who knows anything, if you've got information, if you've got something that you can show me that's dodgy around that NYACC, please email me ASAP, show at gmail.com. Because I don't know about everybody else, but I'm sick of seeing this murder. That is a murdering place, and I am sick to death of seeing it. You know, we're sharing like that. How can one dog have 1,600 shares and still be not claimed from that? Unbelievable. Can, 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 I, can I say one thing real quick? Because I've, I've got to run, y'all. I'm on a schedule. But let me say this. Uh, for sure, I will send you the – I'll copy and paste from my inbox who the inbox, who the, is from. She's willing to go and get Guinness. I don't know what her background is. I don't know anything. But we're looking at two dogs now that Patricia gets to choose from. She's got an application on the way to her. I mean, it's, I don't know if she's received it or not, but I've already sent it to her. Beryl, I forwarded it from you when you sent it to me. So we're looking at saving two dogs, but we only have one person. So if anyone out there knows of someone looking for a very, very, very special pit bull, because both of these dogs are magnificent and they are both worthy of a forever home. Please, please, please watch my page, watch Sue's sh uh, page. Mm -hmm. I will share any information I get with you later tonight, Sue. I am not going to be tied up, but I'm probably until maybe 8.30, maybe 9 o'clock at the latest. Yep. I know that's late for you, but that's normal for us. I have a question. If, anybody, if sure. anybody can help us with this or any information or, you know, you're in the area or anything you can do, please give us an email, asksueshow at gmail.com. If I'm not up and about, Kathy will be up and about, and she checks my emails as well. So please, yeah. that, that email's checked quite regularly. So ask Sue Show 
at gmail.com to anybody that can help at all. Can you send me Guinness's link again? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, let me don't get worry. I'll this. find it. It's in the inbox. Don't worry. I'll find it. Yeah, it's in our inbox. So, um, I will also send you right now the uh, information I just got for... Um, <clears throat> For um, Guinness, um, and I'm getting messages right now about this. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I I'm going to be up tonight until probably twelve one o'clock in the morning. I'll be checking emails. Sue, I will talk to you. I will PM you when I get back in from my evening. Okay? I've just got a yeah. dinner. All right, Don. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for ringing in. All right, love. Love to you all. Talk to you. Take soon. care. Bye-bye. Thank you, Glenn. Bye, Farrell. Bye, Howard. Love Bye-bye, you, Sue. Love you all. Bye-bye. Sue? Bye-bye. Um, oh. Put, put yes. that dog, if you can, the one you're talking about, to my page, if you can, to my personal page. My Internet is acting like a dork today. <laughs> I think the guy is working on it. <laughs> um, uh, it's been, I haven't been able to hardly cross-post anything today. It's about ready to make me mad. But um, I have my shelter is a no-kill shelter that I volunteer I'm on the board of directors. Um, if we could get our population down, what my thing is, I would like to be able, we're, we're getting ready to do a big remodel job, and I would like to have room to pull more animals. We pulled the dog from Tennessee the other day that was getting ready to be killed. Tennessee oh, didn't even mention the word Tennessee to me. Uh-oh, I, yes, I, I know. I'm two hours from the state. Believe me, I know. Um, I'm just I'm just right across Kentucky from it, but um, and the skinny part of Kentucky. But um, yeah, we've pulled several animals from Tennessee. Hmm. Yeah. Cat, we Sally, changing the mm-hmm. subject totally. What? Tell, huh? I mean, obviously, I'm in the UK, and the other people that don't live near Tennessee. What is the actual situation in Tennessee as far as the dogs? They don't really have good animal regulation down there. Um, the kit, the shelters, um, they get them. They, you know, they only keep them so long. Um, if it's got a problem, it's usually killed um, pretty quickly. Yeah, they're not so great down there. We, I'm not far from Nashville and Memphis, and Memphis is a big bad. That one there, we've had a lot of problems with Memphis. Um, we've had a lot of problems with some outside of Nashville. Um, so we've been pulling, we pulled a kitten that they were going to euthanize, a three-week-old kitten, because they say it tested positive for a a disease that normally at that age you can't even test it for. Oh, my God. More so we, lies. We, lies. Yeah, we pulled the kitten and put it, got it up here and foster, um, so it reaches an age where we can test it to prove for sure that it has it or not. Hmm. And if it does, we'll deal with it. I mean, you know, but to put it down because you're saying you tested this three-week-old kitten or eight, I don't remember if it was eight-week-old. It was tiny little kitten because you think it tested positive. It's not even the age you test the kit, the cat on. Hmm. You wait till they're a few months old. Unbelievable. Totally bogus. Unbelievable. And then this other pit bull we just got, uh, we pulled her. She was heartworm pod. And they were going to put her down. Oh, crazy. Because she's heartworm positive. Aye, aye, aye. 
Right, now I just want to go, because I seem to think, let me just go to the phone lines. This poor person has been waiting for ages, and I do apologize. Area code 337, hi, welcome to the show. Hi, Sue. I know the voice. Hey, it's Fanny. Uh, I, I was, I was calling about my my four, uh, four uh, grandchild uh, that almost got shot last night. Um, I was kind of briefly, I called and talked to Kat, to, uh, Kathy this morning about it, and I've been trying to catch some information from anybody and everybody that might have some information that might help me. Um, my, my stepson was at work yesterday. Um, his roommates uh, were, there, were home, and there was two officers, a sheriff and a steady police officer, that had come to the home, and they proceeded to tell him that uh, the dog had to go or they, they were going to arrest the two young men and shoot the dog on sight. Oh, my God. Uh, I've not been able to find any bands in the town or anything like that or anything, I, and I've talked to several people, and they tell me there is no band there. So, you know, my grandson's safe at the moment, but it, it's just like, you know, my stepson's like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You know, oh and this goodness. was an officer that, you know, point blank told these children, hey, I'm going to shoot your dog. That's bull. That's bullying, bullying by an officer that is unbecoming. Um, that, no, that's not right at all. That, that officer needs to be reprimanded. That officer is totally in the wrong. Yeah. He is bullying them. Well, we've had we've had three shooting we've had three shootings on on dogs, and if they would have would have shot whiskey, that would have made four here here in the same town. Have they been what off duty? Or on, have they been off this duty? Or Vermilion, on duty? Vermilion Parish. Have these have the officers on duty, or they were off duty when these? They were on duty. On duty. Mm-hmm. And then, have you got any information or any guidance you can give to Penny? Uh, I I would tell her to get in touch with Jim Crosby mm-hmm. right away. I sent you a uh, friend request, Glenn. If you know, once we, if you could send me that information, because my my stepson's like, you know, I don't want anything. I have his dog with me at the moment, but you know, it's I'll like we've got to work something out. First of all, I don't, you you have to check with your state laws and your, your county laws. They're all different everywhere. But uh, if he would have shot that dog without it being a threat, that would have been animal cruelty right away in our state. Exactly. But, yeah. you know, and, he, and when you have an officer that breaks the law, normally the procedure is to fire him. I mean, you, you can't yeah. have cops that are out there breaking the laws. They're supposed to be, you know, upholding. Well, you you said yeah. that right right on the head. Uh, normally, uh, here the things don't get done a lot of times the way they should. Like I said, this would have been the fourth dog in the same parish. Oh my God! And, and, and you it know, if it was done by the same officers? Yes, sheriff. Yes. Then I would definitely get in touch with Jim because, uh, I mean, and by the way, Jim used to be a police officer. He was a a lieutenant and had several officers under him. You know, I I, I don't want to make it out like all cops are bad. There's some very good people out there working for us. Absolutely. Glenn, I wanted to ask you you a question. I'm sorry. Sorry. Glenn, I wanted to ask you a question. Do you think, of course, due to the, and I'm not being sarcastic with Sue, putting things out there, the 24 7 media, do you think it's worse? Or we're just more aware of it now. I think we're more aware of it, um, I, and I, I do think the problem's worse. Uh, Jim is, you know, works with dogs, and they have their bite statistics and whatnot. And uh-huh. dogs used to be biting a lot more people. The 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 bites are down, and the shootings are up. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, Charlotte. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. Like I said, yeah. I didn't really know about any of this before it happened to me, like y'all said earlier. And now, you know, I've been, me and Kristen, you know, communicate daily or, or pretty much almost daily. Mm-hmm. And, we, I mean, it's it's an epidemic. We, mm-hmm. she, and, and the cases that she takes on daily, and you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's, but I also think with the media glorifying it, not Sue, but, you know, the media glorifying it and yeah. all the 24-7 all the twenty four seven news and things online. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it's gotten worse or we're just, or the, yeah. you know, you know, the media you know is just making. More aware. Well, you, you know what? It was crazy, though. Like you say, with the 24-hour news, we don't get out there. You, you know, there's you know a lot of things going on, but like us victims, you, you don't see us on mm-hmm. CNN. Exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. Bingo, right there. The victims are not being put out there. The crime is, but the victims of the crimes are not being put out there, and that's what needs to be done. And we need to and educate. And people are so. Uneducated about the pit bull breed. And yes. At the end of this month, I have Jeff Colton back coming to my shelter to do training with my staff, the staff, and with, uh, he's going to do a public training. And we have the lady um, who's showing Beyond the Myth about the movie about pit bulls. And you know, that's the thing. We got to really educate people. The breed-specific legislation is crap. These, you know, I mean. If a poodle bit somebody, you don't hear it. Yeah, thank well, you, Sally. Uh, I'd like to make a point about that. I, I think yep. the dog that actually does the most damage is a chihuahua. No, and the reason that, I, I talk, I'm afraid of them. I say it every show. I'm afraid of them. And the reason being is a lot of people will pick them up and hold them near their face, and then they yep. get bit in the face, and then that causes mm-hmm. you know them to have plastic surgery. Yeah, and so yep. th- that's why they're the most damaging dog and they're a little you know dog and and the bites they do aren't life threatening it's no, just where no. they get bit you know yeah right but, if it's a small child like this two-year-old they're like well a pit bull's dog walk and i mean you guys i'm like I'm, i got into it with so many people but i did have a lot of people backing me up i was happy to see because i said no 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 you're wrong you don't understand the breed if the child is bit by even a small dog if the, the right bite can kill them if a dog, oh, yeah. dog yeah, if you, you got throat, bit in your artery in your neck, yeah, it could definitely happen. Yeah, so anyway, they, yeah. And I want to go back to what we were saying earlier. You know, we we had a, a young, I think, a six-year-old girl that was mauled to death by a couple pit bulls, and it goes back to the owners. It, mm-hmm. it goes all the way back. You know, that's where it all yeah. starts. Yep. You know, right. it, it, even the the pit bulls that are aggressive are. are Forget that. All the dogs are, are bred for certain traits, or you know that mm-hmm. we did. Not yeah. that, if it wasn't for us, we'd still have wolves running around and no dogs. But you know, Glenn Jim Crosby was on this show <laughs> over the uh, I don't know six months ago or eight months ago, and he said unequivocally that pit bulls. I remember it. Pit bulls want to please their owners more than any other breed, and it's true. They're mm-hmm. big babies. They're yes, big they babies. They're big babies. Uh, I heard somewhere that they were actually bred years ago to uh, as, as babysitters, I and, and uh, that's what they did. They sat there with the the children, and if any you know wild animal, they they you know were aggressive enough to take care of it. And you know I can see that in the breed, but I, I've also seen you know ones that I, I you know I wouldn't say fear because I'm not a fearful person, but 
that I, I believe could bite somebody or hurt somebody, you know. Yeah. You know, I have to say something, Sue, just a quick thing. You know, Glenn, you brought up a good point, and I'm not just saying this because Sue's one of my best friends, but, you know, we need more people like Sue, you know, to put the word yeah. out there. And I have to say that I just want everyone to know that Sue puts her own money out for this show weekly, daily, every week, every day. She doesn't get paid for it. And she does have a PayPal account. It's asksueuk at gmail.com. And I have to tell you, Glenn, Sue has, Sue has had amazing guests. She's put the word out about Lennox, Patrick, Memphis, Wicker. I mean, I can't even begin to name the names. So, if anyone, I, I want to thank her for letting me. You know, if I didn't have a voice for me, I, I would just go crazy. That's well, Glenn, what I was looking of, forward to. This. You're part of the family already. You don't know what you've gotten yourself into. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, I, I have I have several pages on Facebook, and I I put the word out constantly on Facebook about and, I, and for New York AC. And well, don't even get me started on that one, Tennessee one. But because I, I I share those dogs all over. Uh, but, I know, had a question about them. Sure, huh? If you know, like this dog Guinness, that woman was just crying and wanting so bad. Mm-hmm. It, do they adopt dogs out there, or is it just straight pull them in and kill them? You, you know, if someone's showing interest, don't they take them off the list? Don't they? Oh, we got one that's going to be adopted. You know, we're not going to kill no, it. No, they, they actually do it, Glenn. That if you actually, sometimes, and I'm not saying all before everybody shoots me down, but literally, there has been times if people have shown interest, they then kill them. That's yeah. Good. If anybody wants to ring, if anybody wants to ring in the show and tell me that's rubbish, by all means, give me a call. Tell me your name, and I'll definitely speak to you because I would love to know how you can justify killing puppies and dogs that people have actually... There's even been people, Glenn, on the way to the shelter, and they've got there, and they've been told that they were yeah. killed an hour previously. Yes, yes, that's happened a lot with them. I've seen that a lot where people were going to... And rescues were like, okay, we, we can get this dog, and a rescue wanted them or something, and, well, they they're in the gone but not forgotten list, you know? I'm like, yeah, you're sure. Yeah. Glenn, I grew up in New York, and I was talking to my mom about it. She thinks this has been going on for years. For uh, years. And, and, you know, New York, I, I can't say it's a dog, well, I guess the politicians aren't dog-friendly, but you go to Manhattan or to the suburbs, you see tons of dogs. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's just, you go to, you know, outside restaurants, that, you know, they have the little dogs. You walk down Manhattan, the streets of Manhattan, t- all kinds of breeds. So I don't, I just... You know, biggest city, one of, supposedly one of the greatest cities in the world. Well, shame, shame. This is just shame. I, I like New York. Uh, by, by the way, way I I just, it just dawned there. on me that I have a dog advocate friend in uh, New York. His name is Mike Mafia. I think he was doing uh, some stories about Ford. I, mm-hmm. I was trying to think of someone in New York. If I could get in touch with him, he may actually go down there and try to do something about it. I'll, I'll try to get in touch with him afterwards. But, Sue, then you look at someone as wonderful as Sean Casey, right, who's in New York. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. You know, that's where yep. John was adopted out of. So, you know, there was – but the, it's just a hard – and, you know, I, I grew up in Queens, New York, where there's probably – I don't know. I've been out of there a long time, but maybe two million people, two and a half mm-hmm. million people. You know there's not one shelter? Not one? Goodness. Yep, not one yeah. shelter. You have to go yeah, like is there, is there have some Tell kind of city ordinance to keep them from having them? Um, uh, you know, honestly, I can't answer you. Honestly, I don't know that. I can find out. But, sort of area. Yeah. There isn't even a shelter. There isn't even a shelter in the area? Nope. You have to go. I think, you know, where Sophie volunteers, uh, Sue, it's like 20 miles out of Queens. 
So oh, it's, wow. yeah, there's no nothing. There's no shelters there. My mother said there's never been one, as far as she knows. And she she lived she lived she lived there for like 50 years. Is there a place where they could have one? You know, I can. I think that I'm sure there is. I'm gonna have to look into it. But I have a friend back there that can find out for me. I don't. I you know I don't want to, you know, say too much because I don't know. But I do know for a fact there's no shelter there, and the population's over two million people. So you can imagine how many pets there are. It's grief. Yep. Sure, I mean, I'm not being funny, and I'm sure if Kristen was here, she'd be telling me the same. That the thing is, there's loads of grants available. It's just that we need somebody to set it up, and we'll probably be able to get grants and various different things to back that up, wouldn't we? Well, Sue, you got to get me a Bloomberg on the show, and he can give us an explanation. Oh. If somebody wants to give me his personal number to me for me to ring him from the show, by all means, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> even the deputy mayor, even his deputy mayor, whatever, someone who represents. Uh-huh. You know, you know, it's well, just, did it, you guys hear, I saw it on Facebook, you know those stupid crush videos that were going around? And it went to a Texas court, this may be off, but I just saw it earlier. President Obama actually signed it illegally. He made it that the crush videos, where they stop and kill kittens and puppies and make videos of it, are illegal, yeah. and they are not, They you are punishable now um, for doing them, uh, having them. And sharing them. Obama just passed yep. this law? Obama just he passed the law? He did, yes. I saw okay. it earlier. Okay. And one thing that he's saying, and, and it, I might say on I, Sally, that they're making it sound as if we are now criminals in the sense of terrorists, if we are actually mm-hmm. videoing uh, things like um, slaughterhouses, kittens, and all this sort of stuff. And then, if that doesn't upset you enough, they've actually got a petition to stop people from raping animals. Now, do you know what? If anything doesn't get up my nerves today, that is the one massive thing. Why have we got to send a petition to Obama or whoever to say to them that we don't want to have dogs or cats, etc., being raped? I think that's the most twisted thing on the planet you can do is that. What on earth are you thinking when you got to go rape the dog? Yeah, but does it, do you know what sickens me? If that's not bad enough, why are we having to tell our governments that that shouldn't be allowed? Hello? Yeah. Are they not human? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really. That's just me lately. What is wrong with people? I, I think it's just so absurd that, you know, no one really thinks about it. I know. I know. Yeah, because you know, that's pretty, that's pretty out there absurd. Yeah. Now, I live rural, Honestly, I was I felt physically sick that we have to tell our government yeah. that. Hello. Exactly. I agree. I agree. It should be like duh. Hey, so I did have a little bit of positive news here. A little positive. Yeah. Nitro's law passed through the committee without objection, unanimous. So the full house yeah, vote by ninety nine Ohio State. Start um so it's going on to the next step now. I I, I think Liz posted this today. So that's at that's least positive. Wonderful. Yep. That's a long way to go, but the next process is a full House vote by all by all the state representatives. So it's at least it's a start in Ohio. So that that yeah yeah that's some good news. Where I live in Illinois, Illinois is the number one state in the country on its animal cruelty laws. That's Hmm. one thing I'm very proud of. We are number one, but the state bordering me, Kentucky, is number (laughs) fifty. How are the laws in Florida, Glenn? Glenn, how are the laws in Florida? Are they pretty strict? Or uh, well, uh, I'm actually in Georgia right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. But, I'm, sorry. Um, uh, I'm see, they, they're different 
everywhere. They're different yeah, from yeah. county to mm-hmm. state, and you know that's maybe something we could lobby uh, to to get a federal law, and then we could wipe out all these you know little PV laws that you know each you know yeah. each state does. But I, I, we're going back on rescues and killing. I there was a site on Facebook called Dog Suck, and they, these people advocate hurting and harming dogs and, and oh, whatnot. Yeah, I and I, I was using their site it, to turn it around on them. Like they had this uh, thing of dogs being gassed, you know, with like, yeah, good, and all that, and post them as, you know, like we need to have this stopped. And uh, there was a video there of a shelter. I don't know where it was located or where, where they were gassing dogs. And had this uh, chamber, that, and it was looked like a, a efficient system they'd set up, but it was uh, a container that could be picked up by a trash truck, you know, like a dumpster. And what was so appalling, but there there was one dog that they had to, like, forcibly put in there, but the rest of them, a few had collars on them. They were just picking them up like anyone's pets. And then they gassed them. And then after they gassed them and the dogs were dead in there, they brought a whole bunch of puppies and set them in on top of them and then gassed them, and then it shows the truck coming and picking them up and just dumping them in the back of the truck. And, uh, you know, it gives me nightmares. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I, I try to be positive, you know, and turn these things around, and I would post the video and say, look at what's going on, you know, from their site. And I think that's what got me blocked on uh, Facebook. But, you know, I don't know. Oh, well, no, Joe, I'd like to find that shelter and see if there's something we could do about it. You know, Glenn, we we had Joe on. He's the one who saved. He's the one who adopted Daniel the Beagle. He's been on mm-hmm. the show and he talked about the gas chambers. You know how Daniel survived, and uh, it's just unbelievable. Don't need to be We do not get our most hardened murderers and criminals. And why are we gassing in animals, innocent creatures, in these horrid mm-hmm. conditions? Why are we are we that subhuman anymore that we have to do that? Twenty-eight that's states, Sally. Two thousand thirteen. Twenty-eight states. That's more than half. I, I think Texas. I think Texas just overturned it. So maybe it's just 20. overturned. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Part of that. But not. Yeah. But not just that. But that's I'm not, not going to stop the killing. They should have been finished in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. These gas chambers. That they went out with the ark. Surely. You know, we're mm. on about human human rights and animal rights and everything. That's got to be the lowest of the low. Yep. Absolute the lowest yeah. of the low. I, you, you I, know would love, I would love to join Mayor Bloomberg and all his other cronies to go and have a look at these gas chambers, and I would love him to see a video of them actually inside, and I would stand by him near that, right next to that gas chamber and wait for them dogs to come back out and then wait until he sees one half alive and things no, like that. Have him don't, go, don't go passing the things until you've actually seen it yourself. D- tell him right. to put them in there himself. That's what exactly. I do. Sue? Yes. Someone just yes. someone just posted this. I have you have to let me read this because I thought you it's kind of like a poem. You, you you guys have to hear this. It's called the reason. I would have died that day if not for you. I would have given up on life if not for your kind eyes. I would have used my teeth in fear if not for your gentle hands. I would have left this life believing that all humans don't care, believing there is no such thing as fur that isn't matted, skin that isn't flea bitten. Good food, good food, and, and enough of it. Beds to sleep on. Someone to love me, to show me I deserve love just because I exist. Your kind eyes, your loving smile, your gentle hands. 
Your big heart saved me. You saved me from the terror of the pound, soothing away the memories of my old life. You have taught me what it means to be loved. I have seen you do the same for other dogs like me. I have heard you ask yourself in times of despair why you do it. When there is no more money, no more room, no more homes, you open your heart a little bigger, stretch the wallet, stretch the money a little tighter. Make just a little room to save one more like me. I tell you with the gratitude and love that shines in my eyes in the best way I know how, reminding, reminding you why you go on trying. I am the reason. The dogs before me are the reason. As one, uh, as one, the ones who come after, our lives wouldn't be, would have been wasted. Our love never given. We would die if not for you. This was written by a rescuer. Mm-hmm. I, love I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, I just want to make an announcement that um, Kathy has just messaged me, and this is pretty sick. I've got to say to anybody who is actually sending nasty emails to Patricia Mayers um, about the fact that she is trying to save Guinness from the kill list, and there are some evil people sending nasty emails to her um, about the fact that she wants to try and get Guinness off. And let me just tell you right now that if I find out who is actually sending these emails to Patricia, and I am going to get her to forward them, I will post them on the Ask Sue Show network page. I will post them on the Ask Sue Show, and I will name them and shame them on this show right now. I am telling you now, that is sick as it gets. This How woman has got a massive heart who's oh. fighting as much as she can to be able to save uh, this dog. And there is people, sick, sick, evil people, sending emails to her about Guinness and about the fact that he's on the kill list for tomorrow. You sick I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's the dog suck people. Because I mean, it's it's really the, those people are sick. Now there's a couple people on there that I, I I think are just really hurt because their child or something was killed by a dog, and you know I, I agree for them and I understand their anger. But there's a lot of people on that site that just I mean, are, are I, I, sick is the only word I can describe. You know they. And was you know people that do that stuff. You know you don't, you don't think you'll find any of us that care about dogs are going to go out and hit a child or, or you know do something evil. But the people that would do that to a dog or animal will. You exactly. Know, and yeah. So I can I can actually say to you that I know of a situation. I can't say too much obviously because that'd be wrong. But I know of a situation where a 14 year old boy actually was trying, I, I, I think I'll say trying, I don't think he would, I can say actually achieve or whatever, was raping a Shetland pony, and within eight months of that happening, he went and raped a girl. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey so, Dahmer you know, started day, out you know, with and, killing animals. And do you know what That's gets right. me with that? Do you know what gets me with that? That guy, that young lad is actually now free and walking about all happy, and then you've got beautiful, gorgeous dogs that have done nothing wrong, and they're putting them in a gil- in a um, gas chamber. Tell me, that that, tell me we've got the world right. Tell me that this world is not messed up big time, and tell me that us people, have, you know, can just stand here and just say it'll it'll work itself out because it really won't. We have got to unite. This has got to stop. This yep. has got to stop. And the fact that we're having to petition our governments just to stop the raping of animals. Uh, that has blown my mind today. 
that really has blown my mind out of proportion. You know, there was a there was a guy who raped a dog in California two years ago. He got 12 years in prison. It was the strictest, sent, harshest sentence ever given in California history. Hmm. You, you know, this all gets back to my case and, and why I'm fearing for my community. Because mm-hmm. this, I'm, I'm telling you, if you could just, any of you could just meet this guy for a few seconds. I mean, it, 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 that's all it would take. And he's out there with a gun. He's out yeah, there with I'm a gun, gun mm-hmm. you know. And I'm afraid, I hope to God, but uh, I'm not going to say it, Glenn. You know what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you know, anyone that's that heartless to shoot the dog like that and to just start unloading bullets, he won't care if he, you know, to take any living being's life or try to take any living being's life and then start firing rounds like he did. He didn't care if he would have killed you. He didn't care if somebody else was in his line of fire. I, I think he would have actually enjoyed him. that, especially after all the grief I've been giving him. He's exactly. just that kind of person. I, and I'm telling you, he, I just wish y'all could meet him. He just, oh, I just can't describe his just lack of passion or caring for anything. It just, you know, other than him or his family or what he wants, you know. Well, can I just say something? Can we not put a petition together, or a, or a, you know, a something together where we can all sign it and actually ask that police department, can they guarantee that he's not going to go and kill somebody or another dog on his patch, shall we say? I would love that. But I was actually, because like I said, the police department was working with me pretty well, that uh, I, for their sake, because, it, you know, they're, when he shoots a person or something and it's yeah. wrongful death, they're the ones that's going to get sued for it. And it could be millions of dollars, which will just, you know, t- tear up our community because that's money we need, you know, for good cops to go out exactly. there. And, and uh, what I was wanting them to do is give him a psychological test, which I know he would fail, you, you, you know. And I, I think all cops should have them. I think they should have criminal justice training. I think they should have dog awareness training. I think they should have, you know, human compassion training. And they should be able to pass a psychological test before you hand them a gun. Glenn, did the judge say anything to him? So in that case, maybe we should start a petition up saying, right, in that case, could you guarantee that he is not going to shoot anybody or a dog or a cat or anything else? And if you can't guarantee, we suggest you do a um, checkup on him and make sure. They're not going to do that. No police station nope. is going to do that nope. because they, they have I, to fear for their own but cops. You need to get the and they, they don't want still on the street. They, they don't want any them the cops, you know, the second chance at when their life's online. And I understand that, but what they I don't want is someone to not think about it before they shoot somebody. You know, I mean that's you know how could you not you know exactly. feel bad about killing someone. Or shooting someone. Yeah. You know, what? can I just tell you about a couple of things that I found? Um, today, dated 30th of April, uh, 2013, mother shot holding baby, Alabama mother gunned down holding her 10-day-old son. Another example of violent gun crime, a 24-year-old Gate City, Alabama mother was shot and killed in the doorway of own department as she was holding her infant son only 10 days old. Sherry Williams, who was standing in the doorway of the department just before 1 p.m. Monday afternoon when a bullet intended for a nearby man fatally, fatally struck her in the face. 
Police are searching for the killer. According to Birmingham Police Department spokesman Sergeant Johnny Williams, officials say a skirmish between an under-identified man at a nearby grocery store spilled over when the man began chasing the other. The conflict escalated and one of the men chased the other down the street and fired a gun, Sergeant Williams said. Williams stumbled back into the first floor of her apartment and fell on the couch with her infant son still in her arms, according to Sergeant Williams. Police pronounced Williams dead at the scene. Her baby was not hurt in the shooting. I read that earlier. Unbelievable. You you know, something that kind of upset me was when uh, they had that uh, cop killer guy, he was a cop, was going out there killing uh, other cops in uh, in L.A. Yes, I know. And they they shot those two girls, two girls that were white. You know, they're looking for a black suspect. There's, you know, and they shot these two girls. And I was wondering, you know, what kind of accountability, you know, they, oh, well, there's this cop killer going around so we can shoot anybody we want. You know, that's ludicrous. It's just crazy. Do you know what the funny thing is? And this is what makes me laugh. So let's get this right. So he can go and kill, try and kill your dog. These police officers go and beat the hell out of people to some amazing lengths, like, 12 people on one person as they smack the hell out of them. They go and kill mm-hmm. innocent people, which we've seen loads of videos of, and then yep. as soon as it, the guns turn the other way around and somebody's shooting them, oh, my life, we've got helicopters, we've got dogs, we've got mm-hmm. everything. Well, excuse me, isn't it time the human race stood up and said, we want all that against you police as well? Yeah, where's the, you know, where's the accountability, Sue? Where's the accountability? You know, to the, uh, there's, I, I read a thing where... Um, there was, like, last year, 164 officers killed on duty. Now, mm-hmm. half of those were traffic accidents. You know, they weren't yeah. shot or some crime. They, yeah. they were racing their car around or something and died in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Now, the uh, the Department of Justice passed a law that um, the cops have to keep track and report to the federal government, you know, how many people they shoot, uh, how many live, how many die, and all that. But you can't get those statistics. And I think if you throw up the odds, I mean, not the odds, but the numbers out there, that the cops are killing way, way, way more people than they're being killed. Glenn, do you remember the yeah. Rodney King situation in L.A. like 20 years ago? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm, I mean, it was, I was telling Sue, I mean, it was so bad. I woke in a mall. We had sharpshooters on the roofs, and the cops just, you know, it was just horrible. I mean, we had riots here. It was terrible. Oh, I, I know, I know. That's, but there's yeah. no, the problem is that, Police and there were good cops, as we say, but they become way too powerful, and there's no there's no accountability. Right. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. I mean, there's no. So let me ask you: Did this? So obviously, this guy showed no remorse, no nothing. Didn't apologize. No, I mean, nothing. None. If anything, what he was angry about is someone was, you know, going against him. You know, saying like, "I did a wrong thing." He was upset that you know, how dare you? You know, I'm a cop. I got a gun. How dare you say I did something wrong? That was his did attitude. The ju- did the judge say yeah, anything to him? Yeah, because they think they're invincible. The, the first court, see, the, the town that I live in is yeah. very rural, very uh-huh. small. Yeah. The first uh, court I went to was just a magistrate court mm-hmm. because I, I had, had to go fill out a police report so that they would make a charge, so, mm-hmm. you know, that they would put out a warrant yeah. or say that he did something. Mm-hmm. And we went in the court, and um, like I said, I, I I knew nothing about this before, but I studied up on the laws. And what you can't do in the state of Georgia, say, like, if a dog is being aggressive and trying to attack you, you can't remove yourself from the danger 
and then go put yourself back in the danger. So you can't go back in your house, get a gun, and come back out and shoot it. If it's coming at you, you have all rights, you know, to do whatever you have to do to defend yourself, and I understand that. But you can't remove yourself from danger and then go back into it. Then that becomes a crime. Mm-hmm. And that's why I knew what to do, and I got him to admit that he was in his truck, and he wasn't in any danger. And the judge didn't actually know the law. He said, "Well, I'll give you a, a you know a couple of days. All uh, what's going on." And so he went and saw the laws and whatnot. And uh, he said, "Well, there's probable cause to charge him." And then he char- and then, by the way, this is what happens to every time. You know, Chris can verify this when a cop shoots somebody, a dog. The first thing they do is give that person a ticket. They 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 said you were doing something yeah. wrong, so, so that it backs yeah. them up. Unbelievable. Ooh. And so a ticket? Yeah, the, the ticket for anything that you know, the having a, a crazy dog, this or that, whatever they can write them up for, so that they just say that you know that was a bad person cool. and we were doing the right thing. Oh, so you were blowing your nose and the dog turned his head. So I oh, mh, but what I was getting the point, the judge yeah. charged me. For uh, not having this rabies tag on, and uh, he had the animal. And Ford's got you know every picture you'll see of him. He's got his collar on, oh. and he actually the day he was shot did not because he had rolled in some poop the day before and had it on his uh, collar. And but he had seen the dog before and know it had the collar on him. But the judge tried to charge me with this, you know, because you know he wanted he was trying to get out of. The situation. So he'd say, "Well, you brought the law too," and um, it, what he did was just dismiss him. He said, "Look, Humble. you brought the law. You brought the law. I'm just going to dismiss it." But he had to, you know, because he's a judge, go by the law and say, "Yeah, there was probable cause to charge him," and then he just dismissed him. So that's why I'm in civil court now. So, so you said he's on probation. So what, is, so what does that entail, being on probation? I mean, what does that mean? Uh, I guess that means he's still got his job and still getting a paycheck. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what it means is if he does something wrong again, that they'll fire him. But, you know, who so knows if he does. Then when he's killed, somebody will kill another dog somewhere else. Yeah, but they they should be garnish, garnishing his wages for the rest of his life to pay for the care. Yeah. Well, uh, it, and it looks like we're going to – I spoke with my lawyer today. It looks like we're going to have to go to court. I was hoping that they would settle or be able to sue the homeowner's insurance or whatnot. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it looks like we're going to go to court. Hmm. 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 So. Well, all I can say to that is you know that we'll be right behind you. And if anything you need, you know, if you want a bunch of people to be stood outside that courtroom on that day, you just let us know. <laughs> I would love that, but uh, I mean, it would be a long trip for everybody. You know. Oh no, I there'll just... be people around you somewhere. We'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find them. <laughs> it, it, would, it would be like that. You'd have to find that one person. But it, I, I have a lot of support from the community you know, and people. That, you know, they they say, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know, that happened. And, you know, your poor dog." But besides that, you know, there's not much. You know, you know that I get. I guess. No, well, I take that back. I get a lot of my dog people are, are very supportive, but people in general, yeah. you know, just they gas. They, oh, that's so terrible. Then, okay, see you later. You yeah. know, there's a lot of people. It's, it's Now more people are coming out that, you know, their pet is more like their family and that, you know, the lives of the, of the, the animals, you know, 
people are awakening, awakening more to the fact that, hey, these are living beings. They're innocent creatures that we are to take care of, and we're not doing a very good job of it. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing a very good job of taking care of each other either, though. Yeah, right. That's You're right. That's You're right. We're not, Absolutely human, right. we're not doing a good job around, all around right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The big problem very is the word. World. Yep. The big problem is the word ego. That's the big problem. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. And and that's the persona or the the way this guy is. You, you know. It's all about him. You can see him on Facebook. His wife has a page. In fact, he did not have a page till after this happened. And then he he actually has a newborn child, which I'm worried that death is going to, you know, that he's around him and he's going to come out and be a bad person. But the the few days after this happened, he posted, he just has this plain page with him in his cop uniform and the baby laying on his hat, you know, and all this stuff like he's such a good guy, you know. He's got his bad go to his head. What's that? He's wanted he's wanted bad to go to his head. Yeah, he, he yeah. Got his week, you know, and I've seen a, I know other cops that I've known around it. Once they get that uniform on, sometimes it transforms them in not a good way. Well, I don't think it's so much that as the the people that they're hiring. You know, that's why yeah, they're hiring exactly. people right out of high school. They want them to be just ticket writers because mm-hmm. that's what, it, like Sue said before, it, money's the root of all evil. That's what the police departments have become. It's just a a way to extort more money out of the you know the people. It's not to protect us. It's, it's become its own entity. It's them and us. Yeah. You know, instead yeah. of we. Yeah, yeah, right yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, in Illinois here, we're such a broke state that um, they've now passed the law in the state where, okay, everybody's now, you know, we've all slowed down because nobody can afford a ticket anymore. Our tickets in this state, I'm telling you, are are crazy. Um, You now have to be a back passenger, has to be wearing a seatbelt, too, because they aren't writing enough tickets and making money off the fact that people in the front seat forget to buckle up. Now they're going to check you for your back passenger not buckling up. You, you know that that's the reason I really want to become a lawyer because the ironic things that they're out there like you must wear a seatbelt but you can ride a motorcycle without a helmet you know just yep. all kinds of things like that you know in the law and believe me if, if I ever make it and I become a lawyer there's some people out there that better watch out. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yep. You know. You know. Grant in L.A. we have these camera lights. You go through it and it takes a picture mm-hmm. of the license plate. Boom. Five hundred fifty dollar ticket. We we have those in our city too. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, our rural rural cities got them. Really, yeah. really interesting. And I saw, uh, I think it was one city now that they have the mobile cameras. That you know how they have the little speed limit signs. Yeah, yeah. Well, now yeah. what they do is they got a little pole and a little generator and a camera, and they just put it up anywhere to, you know, get more revenue. But yeah, but, in the U- in the UK, we've actually got them in mobile cars. Mm-hmm. The, the UK the has got more cameras than anywhere. The road and the speed camera is actually in the van, and they take it, and they can park them anywhere. But apparently, laws here are that they've got to be um, visible. You, you know what the next step is? They're going to get with the auto manufacturers, and they're going to put some device because you know electronic age now, where you go over the speed limit and you're automatically fined. You know, they, probably, they, we're going to have Big Brother on us that bad. I believe it's probably, it's probably there already. I, I was just going to say, I think the big, big Brother is already here. I think we're being watched a lot more. Than, I'm not being funny. Look at us on Facebook. 
I'm just leaving, you know, you, I'm just going to work, I'm just going to the toilet, just going to my mates, I'm just going to my brothers. They know what family you've got, they know where you live, they know your number because you can't set up a Facebook without a mobile number. So when you take your mobile out due to your GPRS, they even know where you're going. But you know exactly. something, I even, I even think the day, the, you know, the, day, the day we all went on the Internet before Facebook, I think they already knew. I think they already knew where we were. I, I think they've been oh, tracking yeah. us. I think they've been but, tracking us for a long time. But, but here you go. They're tracking all of us, but they can't catch these bombers in Boston. Yeah, isn't that a, yeah, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't get too started. <laughs> yeah, but, shutting up. Shutting up. Either. Right, I'm just going to go to the phone lines because we've only got 13 minutes. We've got somebody on the phone. Uh, area code 203. Hey, it's Pebbles. Hey, Pebbles. Hey, hey Pebbles. How are you doing? I just had to call in. I'm sorry, I just had to voice a couple of little notes. Hi, Glenn. I'm very, very, Hi. very sorry for what happened to your dog. Thank I'm you. Very sorry about that. That is unbelievable. Well, he, he, the the good thing is I'm one of the lucky ones. I still have Ford, you know, with his leg, without him. No, I still but have you, do you do know that a dog can be a three-legged dog and be a fully functioning oh, dog, oh, correct? Yes, yes, I so absolutely don't, do. So don't go and, you know... Right. Um, you know, don't go spend the tons of money and this and that. Um, the only issue I thought that I had that the maybe police or maybe your neighbors had with you is that your dog was intact. And a uh, lot I, of people have a lot of problems with that because then they feel like, oh, well, that's the dog in the neighborhood that's coming over and doing blah, blah, blah. And, I don't think that he, he even considered that. Uh, he, well, I'm just that saying a, that maybe, you know, I heard, you know, you have some acreage. We have acreage here, too. We have, like, 28 acres. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't even let my dogs run on it because I'm so afraid of all these dogs shot by police, um, everything that's going on. Um, you know, I have females, but they're they're always fixed. But I, that was just one thought I had. It, I, Not condemning you or anything. I don't think anything. would actually think that much, you know, put, put that much thought into it. He just, it, it, I, I just wish y'all could meet him. But um, you, you know, to, get to your point, you know, after this happened, it, we're the same way. My wife used to walk these paths in the woods, you know, with a dog every day and happy. She used to run in the deer yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. Now she won't go out of the house, you know. Be, you know, it's. it's <laughs> Um, also, um, we have, you know, we have, we live in a rural area, Connecticut. We have some property. We have some friends who have, you know, a couple of acres, and they um, border up to other people who have a couple of acres. And, you know, the big thing now is, you know, it's hunting. You know, people put up the deer blinds, and mm -hmm. um, my friend was woken up literally at 5 o'clock in the morning with shotgun sounds, and she has three boys. These are my three grandsons, if they were, if, if she was my uh, daughter. Um, and they went up in the woods, and they found out that, yeah, it was a deer blind. And, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I don't know what to say about the hunters. They mistake a dog, or they say, oh, you know, let me do some target practice. See, yeah, I think why, that's again, kind of what exactly he was doing. You yeah, know, again, with our acreage, I don't, I don't let our dogs run. I, I just can't do it. I will walk my dogs to the property. I just can't do it that's because of all this. Yeah, 
That's why ours is fenced too, Pebbles. Hey, this is Sally. How are hey, you? Hey, Sally. Yeah, I saw your fenced in. You've got a great fenced in thing. That's awesome. Um, uh, God, what else? Um, oh, we we got to go back to the New York ACC. Um, you know, you guys. I, I think most of you guys know that I have a I had a pony that passed away during the big. Uh, um, blizzard that we had uh we have three stalls now in the barn and her fenced in area and i am pledging that i will be a semi foster like a bridge to a foster for the dogs out of nyc i will sue if you can if you can i have a couple of groups that might want to get involved but if you can find somebody who will take a dog and they say, oh, I can't do it for two, three weeks, and they can get that dog out of there, I will house that dog for that okay. time. Okay. Okay. Um, can I just ask you, Glenn, so I change the subject for a minute, Pebble. Uh, are you near, uh, is it John's, John's, bro- John's brother, or where is it? Um, say that again, sir. I know, it's a UK accent, and I've gone off the link, and I forgot what it's I called. I think she said Jonesburgo. Jonesburger? Jones, I'm going to say Jonesboro, but I, don't, I know that's not right. It's it's the, in um, are, Georgia. Are you speaking of the, the town that I'm in, or? Yes. Yes, she's speaking uh, of the town. I live in, in, they call it Cairo, but it's actually spelled like Cairo. And uh, he works in the next city over called Thomasville. So, uh, you know, it's just a real rural area. Thomasville is a little bit bigger than Cairo. Cairo, I think, has. Uh, uh, I think it's something around 12,000 people in the county. That's how small it is. You know, it's it's real small. And then yeah. Thomasville, the city next door, is, you know, a, a good-sized little town. You know, the, so, I mean, we the Cairo just got a Walmart a year ago. That's how small it is. <laughs> Sounds like where I live. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's not always the best name that a Walmart moved in, but that's no, okay. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but I also want to say something to you, um, Glenn, um, my my older she's an elder bull. She's a mix of a Vizsla pit bull. Um, she severed her tendon running on a piece of glass, hmm. and um, I spent 13 weeks on the couch with her. She was on one couch and I was on the other couch, and that's what we did. And when I heard your story, I said, you know what? This is you know this is a guy with my heart. You know, he takes care of his animals like I do. I mean, if, I did not leave her side unless I, I had somebody a, to relieve me. I, I know how you feel. And I, I'm sure that while you were comforting her, you were also being comforted. But um, I, I have a YouTube video that I did of, of Ford's Fixator. For seven weeks, every day for seven weeks, I had to clean the wounds because they have yeah. you know, pins going yeah. in there. Oh, and I, I got a video of that on YouTube, and you can yeah. see just, I, I mean. I saw it. I saw it. What a gentle, gentle dog he is. I saw so, Glenn, it. how is he today now? How is he today? He's actually, um, I'm out of town, and he's aggravating my mother because he keeps laying on her. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say, Glenn, I've just watched it very, only a small bit of it, but I've watched the rest, where Ford is on that paddling pool in, in the flood. What is? Uh, I'm sorry. What Ford's doing? When he stood in that plastic, when he stood in that plastic thing on the water. Um, no, see, it, it, he's had open wounds with the fixator, 
And then yeah. after that, no, no, he I'm had to... watching the, You put a YouTube thing, didn't you, when Ford was in the flood? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, that was before that... he was shot. That's That was in Key West. I know, I'm just watching. That is the... Oh, that was before. <laughs> oh, okay. And you also yeah. have the, yeah. the yeah. one-way yeah. ride to the bike. Yeah. I'd like everyone yeah. to look at that one because the yeah. one where he rides a bike is the happy times. Yeah. And you can see he really enjoys it. I yeah. used to pick him up and, like, put him up on the little platform, and then one day Aww. he just launched up there by himself. And that's what we would do. I'd get on the bike, say, yeah. come on forward, and yeah. he'd jump up there, and we'd ride around town. Yeah. And it was great. But And the other thing, Glenn, I wanted to say to you is that um, him not having a rabies tag on him, was not an acceptable answer. I mean, our dogs don't wear collars out all the time, most of the time when they're in their area. Um, when I bring them out, I don't have the rabies tag on them. I Neither bring, I. you know, I, I have their have paper, paperwork. Yeah, nope. because you know what? That little ding, ding, ding noise annoys them. And uh-huh. it annoys my elder bull. And it, it actually doesn't annoy Ford. We used to call it his, uh, uh, what we call it is a uh, jingle jingle. He's like, come here, get your jingle jingle. And he tells his well, head some up. Dogs you slide like the it, some dogs don't. But you know what? I have the paperwork. And don't shoot my dog because I don't have a rabies tag on my dog or, or even a collar on my dog. Well, that, that was just a ploy. That All that was, yeah. is like, like was I said, is it's turning it around. They're, yeah. they're trying to say yeah. you were a bad person, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And but you could I didn't prove, shoot anyone. You could prove that your dog was vaccinated at the time, and I, that's I could. all and, that matters. And, and that's and all that fact, matters. Exactly. Yeah. Fact, yeah. Let, let me tell you, before this happened, because I'd been talking to other dog activists and stuff, they said, go to animal control. Get a letter from animal control that says your dog was not a problem, that you haven't had any reports, or you're trying to buy mm-hmm. anyone, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I went to animal control. There was Ford with his tag in front of the animal control officer who looked at him and said, well, I can't write you a letter because there's nothing to write a letter about. you know." But he saw the oh tag before we even went to court. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. I'm so sorry, yeah. Glenn. I'm so I'm sorry. And, and again, where are you in Georgia? Oh, it's a small town right above Tallahassee called Cairo. It's in Grady County. It's basically the only city uh, in Grady okay. County. Okay. And, um, and, and you have Thomas no BSL Fielding. laws there. No, no. They, they, it's, yeah. it's it's too ruled. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, yeah. like I said, next door, there was a little girl that was killed by two pit bulls. And <laughs> that was a big thing. And I, it was tragic, tragic. But, it, I, again, I blame that on the owners. It, I do, too. Even, it, even if the dogs were vicious, he should have had them contained. You know, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe you want a vicious dog, and that's your right or whatever, but you have to be responsible enough to exactly. take care of that dog. Yeah, exactly. nobody nobody should have a vicious dog. I mean, the the problem that happened with Pipples, and it's it's very sad, and we all know it, is Michael Vick. Michael Vick brought them back to the forefront of everything. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yep. and um, you know, he was able to go on and people think that he paid for his crime and he did not. He never spent a day yeah. in jail for um, animal abuse. He never paid a dime for animal abuse. It was okay. other things that he pleaded to and he got away with. And, you know, he's, you know, still a rock star, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Then he has a job. Well, I've got to yeah, I know. He has a dog, I know. 
Sorry, I'm going to have to call it a night. We've only got two minutes left to go. So All right, Glenn, good night, ladies. And, and, and thank you and, very much. And Glenn, it was very nice thing, uh, hearing of you. And uh, goodbye, Howard. And Take thank care. Thank you for my call. Take care. Okay. Since we only have two minutes to go, I, I think we should like try to go after Guinness. You know, tell the people they get that dog before he, get, he gets killed. Mm, yes, I just crossed yes, the email on my pages. So, and Glenn, I'll give you a call straight after the show as well because I think there's a dog that's near you that we might be asking you to give us a helping hand with. So, but uh, I'll get in touch with you after the show that. as well. Okay. And Glenn, I'll be in okay, touch with you too. Okay, Glenn, thanks ever so much for calling in. All right, you too. Thanks, everybody. Nice to meet you, Glenn. Cheers. Bye-bye. Take care. Well, Howard, one minute to go, and oh, my goodness. I just yes. very quickly want to read out something that I was supposed to read out, so I'm going to do it very quickly. Okay. Uh, Cannon, Thunder, and Sarge. Today is day number 34 for Cannon, Thunder, and Sarge. Being at the shelter, that brings a total of $1,020 in shelter fees. Though they were being, still being treated poorly by local citizens, Anthony and I have found that we do have some local support. We are still fighting for the return of Cannon, Thunder, and Sarge. The petition signatures were blown away after my first interview with Miss Sue. I regret to say that Cannon, Thunder, and Sarge are starting to become comfortable at the shelter. They have been very mellow the last couple of days. No fur baby should ever become comfortable with, with shelter surroundings. Thank you, Sue, for reading this short statement for me on air. I had to work overtime today and was not able to call a show. I would like to catch up with you guys next Tuesday if Sue would like. Lots of love from Cannon, Thunder, Sarge, Anthony, and I. And that's Heather, Ryan. And so thank you very much to Heather. Sorry for having to squeeze that in very quickly then. But Howard, thank you very much for calling thank in. Thank you, my, my friend. It's a fantastic show again. And we all love you and appreciate you so much, Sue, just to let you know. We all love you very much, and you rock, my friend. Well, cheers, darling. I shall okay. catch up with you next week. Absolutely. I'll talk to you before I love you. Oh, of course you will. All right, Take then, darling. to speak to you all soon. Okay. And thank Bye-bye. you very much to everybody for listening to the show, and I will be here again tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.